Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Ishmael Kawaja. It's Thursday the 27th of June. Coming up, police step up patrols as young cyclists ride dangerously. If you believe that your child is going to be involved in this type of behaviour, speak to them stop them and encourage them to ride in a sensible, safe way. And in sports, England's Lionesses inspire next generation. It doesn't matter your age or it doesn't matter what part of that footballing career you'd like to get into, whether it be playing or just coaching and volunteering, you know, it can happen. Kent Online News. First today, police will be stepping up patrols in Maidstone and Ellsford this weekend after hearing about plans for another ride out by teenage cyclists. They've written letters to parents and schools in the area after 100 youngsters were seen riding recklessly last Saturday. Footage shows some of them doing wheelies on the wrong side of the road and heading towards oncoming traffic. KMTV's been chatting to Chatham and Ellsford MP Tracy Crouch and Kent Police Inspector Mark Hedges. You know that they know what they're doing because the fact that they're posting up on YouTube and they're glamorising it themselves. Um, And clearly they need to be reminded that this is not a good uh, thing to be doing and that somebody could be hurt. Um, And it could be either them hurting somebody else or themselves. This is going to end in tragedy if people aren't um, if people are not doing something about this. It's clearly um, antisocial behaviour. Uh, there is legislation that can prevent that antisocial behaviour from occurring, and or to punish that sort of level of uh, uh, of antisocial behaviour. Um, but I think also the fact is is that they've already advertised when their next session is going to be, that the police can um, interrupt it and disperse it before it happens. We've heard through the sort of free media. And- through some sources that uh, there's potential for another meeting this weekend um, and we would obviously look to discourage anyone from taking part in that meeting and we would look to take out a dispersal order this weekend we're going to increase patrolling my message to parents is straightforward if you believe that your child is going to be involved in this type of behavior speak to them stop them and encourage them to ride in a sensible safe way that does not cause antisocial behavior or problems for other people and that keeps them ultimately safe kent online reports A man's died in hospital following a crash which closed part of the A2 in North Kent for around six hours. Emergency crews were called to the coastbound carriageway after two cars collided on Tuesday afternoon. A man in his 60s from Staplehurst died in hospital the following day. Crash investigators are trying to trace other vehicles which may have been involved. Armed police have been searching parts of Hearn Bay after a woman was attacked. They were called to Mickleborough Hill just after half nine this morning following reports of a disturbance. The victim's injuries are not thought to be serious. A man's been arrested after a police car crashed during a chase in Thanet. A vehicle failed to stop for officers in the St Luke's Avenue area of Ramsgate yesterday morning and was followed to Fairlight Avenue. It's not thought any officers were injured. You can see a picture of the patrol car with damage to its front bumper on our website. Kent Online News. Next today, we're bringing you details of a story that's caused anger among parents all over the country. It involves a unicorn dream experience, which is being advertised to families across the UK. Dozens of mums and dads say they've paid hundreds of pounds for tickets, only to be told the event's been cancelled at the last minute or turning up to find an empty field. Kate Howell from Maidstone tried to take her three- and five-year-old daughters to one in Reading earlier this month and told us what happened to her. There was an advertisement um, for the Unicorn Dream experience in a publication called The Primary Times, 
which was handed out in my daughter's um, book bag. It, it didn't look the best advert. I did a little bit of research and saw that uh, they, they too had advertised in the mirror, so felt happy um, to book. So I booked an experience day for both of my children, costing £79 for each of them for this unicorn experience, but it was down in Reading. We then merrily travelled uh, from Maidstone down to Reading on uh, the 2nd of June. We um, we drove to the postcode area expecting to have signs or, or something, but there was nothing there. We basically arrived at a field. I um, contacted the company through their one telephone number that they seemed to have, um, and it was just it just kept ringing and, and sort of cutting me off. Um, I did manage to leave uh, a voicemail and um, probably about half an hour, three quarters of an hour, I received a call back um, from a lady um, saying that she was the uh, the PA of the organisation and um, explain, explaining that she was absolutely mortified um, and that there had clearly been a, a mistake in that the event had been cancelled and anybody that had booked onto the event would have received or should have received a um, notification. Um, so I was told by means of apology I would receive a full refund and uh, full complimentary um, VIP tickets, um, so a higher value ticket, to the event of my choice. I waited a couple of days, didn't receive uh, anything else as I'd, I'd been told, assured that I would, and I started chasing and uh, didn't get, receive any response whatsoever. So I phoned the um, the managing director. First off, um, he he was very insistent that he isn't the um, the managing director, despite if you look at any advertising or um, any, any articles that have been done, his name is um, is all over them as the managing director. In fairness to him, he did say to me that um, he would offer me a refund. Um, and he sent me, um, later into the conversation, he did actually send me a screenshot of the um, the refund. I am in contact uh, with a fair few people that have been put in the same position as myself. Um, it's varied as to whether they've received a refund or not. It seems to vary as to how much, if you, if you um, kick up lots of fuss and he's a bit worried that you might cause him an issue, then he does seem to, um, to refund. The fundamental aim of absolutely everybody in the group is just to get him stopped because this is aimed at families, this is aimed at children and this is absolutely disgraceful. Another event is due to take place in Maystone in August and tickets are currently being advertised. Action Fraud have confirmed a report is being looked into but the company strongly denies any accusations. Kent Online reports. Data seen by Kent Online shows Folkestone and Hythe is the area most at risk of flooding in Kent. It follows a major protest in London yesterday as Friends of the Earth warn of the impact of climate change. The figures also show Medway was the second most at risk, with Swale third. Passengers are more satisfied with train journeys in Kent, according to the results of a new survey. Transport Focus say 80% now say they're very or fairly satisfied with their journey on Southeastern, a 5% increase since spring last year. Company bosses say it follows an £80 million investment to improve stations, trains and punctuality. Kent Online Showbiz.
Jess Glynn has been forced to pull out of a concert in Kent this summer. Lucy has the details. She was due to be performing at the Rochester Castle concerts in just a few weeks' time, but has tweeted to say she can't do it after suffering a hemorrhaged vocal cord. Jess recently joined the Spice Girls on their reunion tour, but then cancelled a performance at the Isle of Wight Festival minutes before she was due on stage. Her event in Medway had sold out and organisers say they're extremely disappointed and are urgently looking at other options for ticket holders. If you have got a ticket, you can expect to be contacted by the box office over the next few days. Kent Online News. The company behind plans for a theme park in North Kent have announced they've entered into a new partnership with Paramount Pictures, the company they split from just two years ago. The studio is home to some of the most iconic films, including Mission Impossible and The Italian Job. The London Resort Company have also appointed former Millennium Dome boss P.Y. Gerbeau as chief exec. The resort in Swanscombe is due to open in 2024. And it's going to be a scorcher in Kent this weekend, thanks to what's being called a Saharan heat bubble. A level 2 heat warning has been issued by the Met Office, with temperatures in the county set to top 30 degrees on Saturday. It coincides with Armed Forces Day events taking place in Kent. We've got advice on how to keep hydrated and cool online. Kent Online Sport. Football, and we've been told England's women are definitely inspiring the next generation of players after they reach the quarter-final of the World Cup. Phil Neville's side are facing Norway in northern France following their 3-0 win over Cameroon in the last round. Earlier, I spoke to Katie Whitmore, a football development officer for women and girls at the Kent FA. I think the Lioness's passion is to obviously inspire the next generation while doing a great job on the pitch in France. Um, and we've seen that increase, uh, not, not just by the players on the pitch or the young girls wanting to get involved in football but uh, coaches stepping forward and wanting to take female coaches wanting to take on that role um, as well as you know the misgeneration of those that wanted to play years ago when there was that stigma um, whereas now they've got the great opportunity of playing when when they're 35 and above. And regardless of how well they do end up doing at the World Cup I mean how important do you think it is that they do get that increase in coverage and they gain bigger audiences. It's a big talking point at the moment uh, with the Women's World Cup and, you know, not just how well they're doing, just the fact that the women's game has changed. There's more opportunity for the women, um, you know, playing, coaching, refereeing, um, kind of just overall. And it's really showing that football is for all. Um, and, you know, as as a county FA, Kent FA, that's something that we're trying to promote, that football is for all. And, you know, we're offering wildcat centre, that there's wildcat centres across the county um, for five to 11-year-old girls. We're offering uh, coaching courses, refereeing courses. Um, so we're really trying to cater for all female participation, really. We are starting to see, steadily see more investment towards the women's game. But I think it is quite clear that is, there isn't an equal... Um, footing shall we say it's not equally being um, invested in and, and as covered as widely between men and women and that has perhaps contributed to the stigma that you suggested um, towards the women's game what needs to change in order to remove that stigma uh, I think it's a lot to do with you know local clubs knowing their funding opportunities that they have within uh, when they're offering football for for girls and women uh, also you know local local media going down and doing coverage on you know your local grassroots teams um, you know it's a great opportunity for girls to go and watch 
just their local team really um but just about promoting those kind of avenues um as well as obviously the lionesses and how great they're doing it's just maybe promoting a little bit more locally as well for the local grassroots teams that we've got in kent and you alluded to this idea of there being because of the world cup there does seem to be a bigger talking point surrounding the women's game more interest from the work that you're doing at the kent fa have you seen that firsthand yeah, definitely. I mean, like I said earlier, we've got 36 wildcat centres running in our county, uh, across the county, uh, which is inspiring the next generation of girls coming through. Um, also, you know, we're having a bigger impact, in, interest in female coaches wanting to go on courses. Um, this season, we've run three female level ones. We've worked quite closely with Ape Wonder uh, for two of those courses as well, which is a, a programme uh, for 14 to 24-year-old girls. And like I said earlier, we've got the 10 recreational teams which are offering sessions for those that are 35 or 30 and above uh, to start their footballing journey. Uh, all those numbers are increasing each, each season, which just shows that, you know, not only is it how well the Lionesses is doing, but because of the coverage and because it is a talking point, more people are wanting to show an interest in the game. That's it for now, but for more news throughout the day, you can head to kentonline.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.